Hello, good afternoon to you, greetings to you. It is an honor, um, what I call a privilege, that uh, we can be together this afternoon, this moment, to share the Word of God. And um, we are going to have a wonderful time because wherever the Word of God is, I believe there are revelations which basically will take us to the next level in life. Praise be to God. Now you are most welcome and I am hoping that you and your loved ones are doing well. I am hoping that um, your academics, if you are studying, are going well. I am hoping that in your relationship things are okay. I am hoping that with your siblings, your relatives, your neighbors, there is peace. I am hoping that if you are doing business, things are going well. I am just hoping that you are having so far a wonderful September. And the word of God that I have for you today will basically just take you on to the next level. It will help you get the next steps that you need to move forward in your life. Hallelujah. And before I can introduce the scriptures as well as the topic for the message today, I want us to pray together. All right. And the prayer that we are asking God for is a prayer that we need the Holy Spirit to be the helper he is in our life. So the prayer that we are offering is just to ask God that the helper, the Holy Spirit, may do his work on us. He may help us. He may assist us in every area, in every form, in every type, kind that we need him to assist us in. Remember, he is known as a helper. So we just want to pray that helper Holy Spirit, help me, help us, Hallelujah. We should be willing to be helped by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He is living and he should help us. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we honor you this wonderful moment that you have given us, my Father. We see this as an opportunity, my Lord, not only to learn, but an opportunity to grow. We see this as an opportunity, my Father, to move forward. We see this as an opportunity, Lord God, to be reminded. We see this as an opportunity, my Father, to be rebuked if needs be. We see this as an opportunity, my Father, for insightful revelations. And so, my God, we are asking this moment that the help our Holy Spirit helps us in every area of our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, what we are praying for is the word of God refers to him as a helper. And therefore, we are asking that the helper, Holy Spirit, may you help us today. May you help us the week that starts tomorrow. May you help us the remaining days of this month. May you help us the remaining days of the year. Help us the remaining months of this year. Help us in every area, in anything and everything that we are going to be involved with. We are depending on your help. We are relying on your help in Jesus' name. Some of us may not know exactly how to take care of our children. And we are asking that the help our Holy Spirit help us how to take care of them in Jesus' name. Some of us are in relationships and we do not know how to act, how to handle, how to keep our relationships. We are praying that help our Holy Spirit help us how to handle our relationships in Jesus' name. Some of us are struggling with our academics, in our employment, with our uh, careers, uh, with our businesses. Help the Holy Spirit. May you help us how to handle those areas in Jesus' name. Some of us are struggling with our neighbors that we are forever fighting with our neighbors. 
We are constantly quarreling with our neighbors. We are constantly fighting with our friends. We are praying that help our Holy Spirit. Help us that if it means our characters should change, help us change them. If it means our personalities should change, help us change them. If it means our behavior should change, help us change them in the mighty name of Jesus, so that we may live peaceably with all men according to the word of God. If we are struggling in ministry, I pray that help our Holy Spirit. May you help us in ministry. We are struggling maybe in prayer. Help us, help our Holy Spirit. Maybe we are struggling in understanding the Word of God, how to study, how to uh, meditate on the Word of God. Help our Holy Spirit, we are praying, that may you help us to understand the Word of God better each moment we read in Jesus' name. Father, I say thank you that as simple as this prayer sounds, we know that help our Holy Spirit is on our side and is going to help us that we may make it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I honor you. Listen to her prayer. Listen to his prayer. Listen to their prayer. Listen to our prayer. We are coming before you this moment because we rely on you, Father. We rely on you, Jesus Christ. We rely on you, Holy Spirit. We rely on your word. We rely on your insight. We rely on your revelations. We rely on the wisdom and the knowledge that we get from you. That's why this moment we are confident to ask that the Spirit of God, may you help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I honor you. I bless you, Lord, that we are no longer going to be people who are constantly fighting and arguing with other people. From tomorrow, let us be known as a people of peace. From tomorrow, let us be known as a people of encouragement. From tomorrow, let us be known as a people who are going to offer help to others because you have changed us, Holy Spirit, because you are holding our hand, Holy Spirit, because you are working with us, Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. I bless you, Lord. I glorify you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a prayer of crying for help, a prayer of asking for help, a prayer of pleading for help from the Holy Spirit, your helper, my helper. Hallelujah, my God. In my spirit, I'm reminded of a song that says, my helper. This is a song that refers to the Holy Spirit, my helper. You are crying, you are saying, my helper. You are singing, you are saying, my helper. You are walking, you are saying, my helper. You are working, you are saying, my helper. You are trying to do your business, trying to do your things, you are saying, my helper. Hallelujah. I have a word today from God. I have a message for you that has been given to me to speak this moment. And the word that I have is unpackaged in a message called knowledge of scripture. The word, the mission, the purpose that I have come with today is encapsulated. It is covered. It is incubated. You know, it, it, it is placed inside of a chamber, inside of a cubicle, inside of this capsule, inside of this enclosing, inside of this beautiful package. And this package is called knowledge of scripture. Hallelujah. And I am about to reveal to you what has the Lord given, what is he saying about the knowledge of scripture. Last Sunday, I was here and I was speaking about name tags. 
and today what I have been given for you is knowledge of scripture. That there is knowledge of the word of God. There is knowledge of scripture, holy scripture. Hallelujah. And I want you to pay attention to this word knowledge, which is also understanding. If you may, you can replace knowledge with understanding. You can say understanding of scripture. You can say education of scripture. You can say revelation of scripture. You can say secrets of scripture. Now you can put different words there, but for the purpose or the sake of this message, I want us to focus on knowledge. Hallelujah. Knowledge of scripture. Now the word that I mentioned there is understanding. All right. And I want you first to go to the book of Proverbs chapter 19. Proverbs chapter 19 verse 8. And as you're opening Proverbs chapter 19, verse 8, I want you to have a writing pad or to have a place where you can write, all right? I encourage you to have somewhere where you can write because I'm going to share a couple of scriptures and there will be some revelations as well along the way. And it is important that you record, you write down, and then in your own time, you can go through it again. It is very important that what is going to be spoken here, you record it, you write it down. It is going to benefit you. It is going to benefit your children. It is going to benefit your partner. It is going to benefit your siblings. It is going to benefit your friends. It is going to benefit your colleagues because it will change the way you behave and you see things in life. Knowledge of scripture. Proverbs chapter 19. Let me read verse number 8. And the book or the version I'll be reading, the translation is a New King James Version, in case you are wondering. And verse number eight, the Bible reads, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. Let me read again. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. Hallelujah. So the, the, the first scripture, the opening scripture for the message today is saying to you that if you get wisdom, when you get wisdom, the Bible says you love your soul. If you're going to focus on acquiring wisdom, if you're going to focus on getting wisdom, the Bible says you are then showing that you love your soul. And if you take it a step further and you keep understanding, hallelujah, that when you are getting this knowledge, when you are getting this education, when you are getting this insight and you keep it, the Bible says when you keep understanding of this knowledge, when you keep understanding of these revelations, when you keep understanding of these scriptures, when you keep understanding of these secrets, when you keep understanding of the knowledge of God, the Bible says you are going to find it good. Now, the reason why people in life have not found good or are finding mistakes always is because of the lack of understanding. When people lack understanding, they are always uh, complaining. When people lack understanding, they are always pointing fingers. When people lack understanding, you are always finding someone to blame. When you lack understanding, you never take responsibility. When you lack understanding, you cannot be accountable for anything. When you lack understanding, it is difficult for you to be a person who is of, of, of a good character or good morals because you are lacking understanding. 
and the Proverbs through here. This is uh, David, hallelujah. And he is saying that uh, if you keep understanding, you find the good. You keep understanding, you find it good about your friend. You keep understanding, you find it good about your partner. You keep understanding, you find it good about the church. You keep understanding, you find it good about the servants of God. You keep understanding, you find it good about, you know, uh, wherever you are. Whether it is in your workplace, in your business, in your academics, in the different situations that you are going through in life. The Bible says when you keep understanding, when you keep understanding, when you search for it and you keep it, when you find it and you hold it, when you find it and you keep it closer, when you find it and you treasure it, when you find it and you look after it, the Bible says the end result, you find it good. Hallelujah. This is important for us to speak about the knowledge of scripture. Now listen. I can assure you that from the moment you gave your life to Jesus, that is, if you are born again, you have been hearing a lot of scriptures. From the moment that you gave your life to Jesus, a lot of scriptures have been preached to you. Many times you have opened the word of God. Many times you have heard the word of God. Many times someone has come or someone has, you know, uh, taken their time to preach the word of God to you. So you have been constantly hearing the word of God. But the difference between you or the difference between me or the difference between anyone who is not keeping the knowledge of the scripture is that you keep losing it. Hallelujah. There is a saying I remember in electronics where they say, if you don't keep it, you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. So they were encouraging you that whatever equation, whatever formula, whatever you know, component or piece of a, a formula or a problem, if you cannot use it, you lose it. Hallelujah. So if you can't use the word of God, you lose the word of God. If you can't use the revelations you get out of the word of God, you lose them. If you can't use the secrets that you are finding from the word of God, the secrets that are being spoken to you, preached to you, prophesied to you, if you cannot apply them over your life, if you cannot apply them with your children, if you cannot apply them over your relationships, if you cannot apply them over your friendships, if you cannot apply them over you know, different circumstances, the end result is you lose them. All you do is you say, I heard, I have heard there is a scripture like that, but yet you have never used it. You can only say, oh no, I know there is a word of God that says God is love, but you have never used it. You can say, I know that I am more than a conqueror. The scripture says something like that, and yet you are not using it. So I want you today to understand when we are speaking about knowledge of the scripture, it is not just knowing, it is not just understanding, it is not just the education, it is not just the literacy of the scripture, but it is application of the scripture. This is why James had to say that you cannot be a doer of the word of God only, it is not enough. But you must be, uh, you cannot be a hearer only. You can't just hear, hear, hear all the time. From January, hearing the word. Hallelujah. In June, you're hearing the word. And in December, you're hearing the word. And yet, there is no application throughout the year. If you have been doing that, understand that there has been an error. It is time that you then have to apply the word of God. Imagine the number to today, right? I record, I number all the messages I've been teaching. 
And according to my notes, the, the message I am teaching today on this platform is number 36. Hallelujah. So you can imagine I have preached 36 times. 36 sermons, 36 messages, and you have been recording if you have been recording, and yet you haven't applied one. That's an error. Hallelujah. So you must understand that you do not just write, record these messages without application. The whole idea, the purpose behind the word of God being spoken to you, the purpose behind the word of God being preached to you is that you must use it. Hallelujah. You must apply it. It must be beneficial to you because you are applying it. You must exercise your authority by using the word of God, knowledge of scripture. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 22. Proverbs, I just wanted you to understand that the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding will cause you to find good in life. Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22 and I'll go to verse number 23 to 28. Praise be to God. You are faithful, my God. You are worthy, Jehovah. You are awesome, O Creator. You are great, O Spirit of God. I love you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for the angels that you have deployed over everyone that is listening to my voice. Matthew chapter 22, verse 23 to 28, let me read. The Bible reads, The same day the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him and asked him, verse 24, saying, Teacher, Moses said if a man dies, having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. And verse 25, now there was with us seven brothers. The first died after he had married. And having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. Verse 27, last of all the woman died um, also. Therefore, now this is verse 28, therefore in the resurrection, whose wife of the seven will she be? For they all had her as wife. And look at verse number 29, the response of Jesus, verse number 29. The Bible reads, Jesus answered and said to them, you are mistaken not knowing the scriptures, my God. This is the core of this message, knowledge of scripture. Here, let me first explain a little bit. The Bible says there were some Sadducees who believed that there was no resurrection. And they walked up to Jesus and said, listen, Jesus, we know that you are a master. We know that you are a teacher. We know that you are a messiah. But we have got a question for you. Moses said to us that if a man dies without having children, then his brother should take the wife so that they can continue the legacy. And then they gave an example and said, listen, Jesus, what happened is there was a man among us. And this man had a wife. And this man died without any children. And then they said, after the man died, his brother took over and married the wife. And the brother died. And the Bible says, likewise happened until the seventh brother. Meaning there were seven brothers. All of them had the same wife. And at the end, the Bible says the wife also died without having a child with any of the seven brothers. 
And then these people were asking Jesus, now tell us whose wife is she going to be in the day of resurrection? And the response of Jesus in verse number 29 is fascinating. Because Jesus said, he answered to them and said, you are mistaken. He responded and said, you are wrong. He replied and saying, you don't have understanding. He replied and saying, you don't know the scriptures. And then he says, you don't understand the scriptures or the power of God. And as you read on, you find that Jesus is saying that there is no such thing as marrying in the resurrection. Getting married and marrying is only for those who are alive. But once you have died, once you have departed from this earth, there is no such thing as whose wife, whose husband in eternal life. So the key is, he said to them, you do not have knowledge of the scriptures. You have seen one part that Moses said that, yes, when a man dies uh, and without any children, the brother should take over with the wife. But you do not understand the scriptures go beyond that when it comes to resurrection, when it comes to the time that one has departed and is with the Lord. So the, the secret or the core of that scripture is the lack of knowledge of the scripture. Today we have got people who are rushing and saying so many things because they have misquoted the word of God. Today we have many people who are going around and doing things because they have misunderstood the word of God. Today we have people who are using the same Bible, the same word of God, doing the wrong things because they have misunderstood the word of God. Today we have people who are stubborn in life. They say so many bad things. They say so many things, hallelujah, because they are saying they are using the word of God. But the secret today is they do not understand the word of God. They do not have the actual knowledge of the Holy Scriptures because it takes the grace for you to know what God is saying in his word. It takes the Holy Spirit to help you for you to get the true understanding, the genuine understanding of the word of God. The word of God is applicable in all situations, in all circumstances, but it takes knowledge for you to understand that I can use this scripture in this situation. It takes understanding for you to know that with this mountain I am facing, with this challenge I am facing, with this time that I am in now, I needed to use this scripture. It takes knowledge. And I posted um, um, earlier where I was saying you have got 66 books in the Bible. You have got uh, over 700,000 words in the scriptures within those 66 books. And what that means is you have got a lot of words that you can use out of the Bible. But you have to know which word to use in what situation. You have to know which scripture to use against what scenario. The challenge is you are facing a demon and you want to use a word about riches. You are facing an attack and you want to use a word that has nothing to do with such an attack. You are facing a mountain and you are busy using a scripture that has no reference against the mountain. You are facing hatred and you are using a scripture that cannot help you out of a situation where you are being hated. You are facing poverty and you are using a scripture that has nothing to do with the poverty. You are facing uh, loneliness and you are applying a scripture that has nothing to do with loneliness. 
You are lacking wisdom and understanding and you are using the wrong scripture that has nothing to do with the knowledge and the revelation. And yet the book that you have, the knowledge, the armor, my God, the, the two, you know, you, 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 you have got my God, you have got a, a, a chest, right? You have got a chest that is filled with weapons, a chest that is filled with all the tools that you need for every scenario. But the challenge is you must know which tool to use in that scenario. You see, let me give you an example, right? You can have an experienced motor mechanic, right? But this experienced motor mechanic, if he does not know which spanner to use for what nut, then he's going to have a problem. If this mechanic is going to try to repair something in that engine and he does not have the right tool, he's going to struggle to repair the problem. If he's going to take a screwdriver and trying to, you know, unbolt an, an a nut, he's going to have a problem. If he's going in a place of a plier, he's trying to use a, a spanner, he's going to have a problem. But he has to have the knowledge that, yes, he has got all the tools at his disposal. Above or beyond that, he must understand which is the right spanner or the right tool to use. And this is why if you speak in terms of technical people, technicians, there is what is called a toolbox talk. Where before the work starts, you have someone who is in the form of a manager, a supervisor, who is supposed to give the people a toolbox talk. Meaning he tells them how to safely use the tools. He tells them which tool is applicable for which work. So that's what I'm here to do right now. That as a servant of God, my job is to bring the word of God, to bring the knowledge of the word of God, to bring the secrets of the word of God, to bring the revelations to you and to say, here is the word of God that you can apply in this type of situations or scenarios. And then you are going to be well equipped so that when you are facing that specific issue, you know exactly which scripture to use. That's when the word of God becomes effective. That's when the word of God becomes powerful. You see, the church today is crying that there is no God. The church is crying that there is no power of God. The church is crying that there are no miracles. The church is crying that there are no testimonies because the church is lacking also the knowledge of the scripture. You have got the scripture, you have got the word, but you are lacking the understanding. You are lacking the literacy. You are lacking the education. You are lacking the insight. You are lacking the revelation that tells you that this type of scripture is fitting for this place. Hallelujah. It is like a puzzle, pieces to a puzzle, right? If you have got a puzzle with 10 pieces, hallelujah, each piece does not fit everywhere. But each piece is for a specific area or position. I want you to be with me. I am saying if you have got a puzzle with 10 pieces, each piece does not fit everywhere. But each piece has a specific location where it's meant to fit. And if you get all the right pieces in the right locations, then you are going to have a complete puzzle. It is the same with your life. If you understand the scripture, if you're going to have knowledge of the scripture, if you're going to base your time to understand, you know, seek, seek the scripture, seek the word of God, seek the face of God, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. This is why we were praying at the start for help from the Holy Spirit. 
because without his guidance, then we are going to be quoting scriptures in the wrong places. Where you are supposed to work hard, you are busy quoting scripture and you are being lazy. But that means you must stand and work hard. Where you are supposed to pray, you are busy folding your arms. That's the lack of understanding of the scripture. Where you are meant to fast, you are busy sitting and eating. That's the lack of understanding of the scripture. That's why it is important for such a message that the knowledge of scripture is important. Otherwise, we are going to have Christians that have been in the body of Christ for a long time, and yet they are not effective. Christians who have been following Jesus for a long time, who have been in the church for a long time, who have been listening to, to, to messages for a long time, who are searching and watching different messages, you are following different servants of God, and yet there is nothing to show in your life because you are lacking the knowledge of scripture. You don't know how, when to apply those messages. Hallelujah. So today I have, I have a message that must enlighten you, a message that must open your understanding, that all these messages you are, you are hearing, you have been receiving and you are going to continue receiving are for a specific moment. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at Hebrews chapter 4. I need to finish up. I won't take much time. Um, we are almost finishing. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 4. I want you to go to verse number 12. Hallelujah. You need to understand that there is authority in the word of God. There is a power in the word of God, but it takes knowledge. Knowledge of scripture. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Just two verses. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Let me read verse number 12. For the word of God is living and powerful. Hallelujah. The same word that I am opening the scriptures with you, the Bible says it is living and powerful. The same word that we are reading now, the Bible says it is living and powerful. The same word that others take for granted, the Bible says it is living and powerful. The same word that others do not uh, trust, the Bible says it is living and powerful. The same word that others overlook, the Bible says it is living and powerful. The same word that others throw aside and say it cannot do anything, it cannot change anything, the Bible says it is living and powerful. There is life in this word of God. There is a power in the word of God. And listen, the Bible says it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and the spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You are talking about wisdom. You are talking about knowledge. You are talking about education. You are talking about understanding. Hallelujah. The Bible says it is all in the word of God. But the secret is people do not understand the word of God. People do not yet know the word of God. So people are carrying the word of God and yet they are being defeated. People are carrying the word of God and yet they are failing situations or failing in different circumstances. People are carrying the word of God and yet they are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. People are carrying the word of God and yet they are living an ordinary life. People are carrying the word of God and yet they are suffering from all sorts of torments by the enemy. People are carrying the word of God and yet the enemy has found a playground in them. People have the word of God and yet their families have no peace. People have the word of God and yet they are always gossiping and doing the wrong things that they shouldn't be doing, having no love for other people. Why? Because 
because there is no understanding of the word of God. Hallelujah. I, I, I love a message that was once preached by Bishop Kapenga where he said uh, unnecessary suffering. Hallelujah. And the example he gave in his teaching was that he once went to a hotel and when he went to this hotel, um, he went to the bathroom. And when he wanted to bath, he looked around and he thought there was no soap. And he ended up bathing without soap. Only to find out later that the soap was right there. But because he didn't know that it was soap, he bathed without soap. And he was saying it is a necessary suffering. And it is the same with our life. That we suffer unnecessarily when we have all the tools that we need in life. We are crying and saying, no, I don't know how I'm going to make it in this. And yet you have got all the answers in the word of God. So you are suffering unnecessarily when you should not be suffering. Hallelujah. You are meant to be dominating. You are meant to be victorious. You are meant to be a winner. You are meant to be someone who is on top. You are meant to be someone who is leading by example. You are meant to be someone who is a role model. But the issue is you do not yet understand the power of the word of God. You don't yet understand that the word has all the secrets you need in life. So you are always asking, Lord, I need a secret. Lord, I need this. What secret are you looking for? You are saying, Lord, I need the power. What power are you looking for? You are saying, Lord, I need. Lord, I am looking. What exactly do you need? And yet you have got everything that the Lord had to give you for you to make it. Hallelujah. You, you have got everything. Imagine an army going to war and busy crying that yeah, we cannot succeed. And yet they have got all the armory, all the technology, all the, 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 the first uh, class type of weapons. And yet they are busy crying. It is going to be a shame. It is going to be an embarrassment. Hallelujah. So you should not embarrass the kingdom of God. I should not embarrass the kingdom of God because of my ignorance. Hallelujah. Now, my God, look at verse number 13. It says, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Now, the last verse, and I, I close, is Hosea. I want to show you the problem of lack of knowledge of scripture. When we do not have the understanding of scripture, when we do not know the power of the word of God, when we do not know what the word of God can do, when we do not know the authority that the word of God carries, when we do not know what the word of God can do in life, when we do not know what the word of God can do in circumstances, when we do not know what the word of God can do in a marriage, in a relationship, when we do not know what the word of God can do in academics, when we do not know what the word of God can do for a career when we do not know what the word of God can do in your health when we do not know what the word of God can do with your neighbor with your friends when we do not know what the word of God can do with the spiritual attacks look at Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 and I finish Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 the Bible reads for my people perish for lack of knowledge lack of wisdom lack of understanding Hallelujah. So today's message is knowledge of scripture. And Hosea is warning you. Hosea is warning me that the people have perished and the people are perishing. People have suffered and the people are suffering. People have been in trouble and the people are in trouble only because they lack wisdom. They lack understanding. And this wisdom, this understanding is in the word of God. 
Hallelujah. I read with you last week, James chapter 1, verse number 5, where James is saying that um, the, the, the problem is people do not have knowledge. People do not have wisdom. And he's, James was saying that if you are lacking wisdom, pray to God. Ask God for wisdom. But you wouldn't know that if you don't know the word of God. Ha! There is a revelation. I am saying you cannot know that you should ask God for knowledge. You should ask God for wisdom if you don't know the word of God. You first have to know that the word of God says you can ask God for wisdom for you to ask him for wisdom. You cannot know that you are more than a conqueror if you do not know the word of God. You cannot know that you are my liba career. You cannot understand these simple principles if you first do not base yourself in the word of God. So it has to begin in the word of God. God, where you know that God hears your prayer, where you know that when you mention, when you speak, he hears you and he answers you. Hallelujah. You can only have those, those revelations if you know the word of God. You can know the power of fasting if you know the word of God. You can know the power of prayer if you know the word of God. So first you must begin with the word of God. You cannot get, how do you know that you must knock and the door is going to be open? How do you know that you must ask and you're going to receive? How do you know that you must seek and you're going to find if you don't know the word of God? You must first begin with the word of God. And when you know the word of God, you can then have the secrets of knowing how do you know that you are not fighting against flesh and blood? You wouldn't know. But you must first understand the word of God that, oh, so the Bible says I am not fighting against flesh and blood, but I am fighting against principalities. I am fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places. So so I need to put on the armor of God. Oh, there is the armor of God. There is a breastplate of righteousness. There is a belt of truth. Oh my God, I must prepare my feet with the gospel of truth. You must. You, you can only know those secrets if you are studying and you are basing yourself in the word of God. So the first step is know the word of God. Be in the word of God. When I was in South Africa a few weeks ago, what I was teaching the church was that you must wash yourself in the word of God. My last message on the last Sunday I was in South Africa, I said to the church, you must bath in the word of God. You must wash in the word of God. You must immerse yourself in the word of God. Because if you cannot bath in the word of God, if you cannot wash in the word of God, then you are not going to be clean enough. You must first begin with the word. Let the word be fundamental. Let the word be primary. Let the word be first. And when you understand the word, everything else is going to make sense. Hallelujah. You are not going to have to question God, to fight God, to, to point fingers at God, to, to blame God for things that are happening. You are not going to be blaming people and friends for everything that is happening when you understand the word. But you, you are going to stand, you are going to sit and look and say, yes, indeed, this needs the word of God. And, and I, I like that. Thank you, Gray. Hallelujah. Where he says, meditate on the book of the Lord day and night. Hallelujah. That's my God. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you understand what I am saying. The Bible says the book of the law should not what it depart from you, but you must meditate on it day and night. Hallelujah. That the book of the law, the word of God, this word, this scripture, these scriptures must become a part of you. The same way you love novels, the same way you love music. 
The same way you love maybe a series. The same way you love to chat with people. Whatever you love. Maybe you love baking. You love cooking. Whatever. You love art. You love painting or writing. The same way you have got love for those things. The word of God says, love the word. Let the word be so good to you, so important to you, that you say, I cannot do without the word. I cannot be without the word. Hallelujah. Remember, the word of God is God, according to the book of John, where it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh. John chapter 1. Hallelujah. So the Bible is saying to you, God was saying to you that the word is everything. If you have the word, you have all the answers. If you have the word, you have everything you need. Hallelujah. But you need the word. Let me finish. Ha, let me finish. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you for this moment, oh God. I am a worker in your kingdom. And I am a chosen servant that you have called my Lord among the many to be Lord a pastor. And I thank you, my God, for such a privilege, such an honor that my God, indeed, I have been called by you. And I pray that, Lord, the word that you give today is a knowledge of scripture. And this word, my father, you have given at the right time, I know, for your son and your daughter. Thank you that you have given this word at the right moment, O oh Lord. That I, together with your people, have learned the value of the, Lord, the scripture, the value of your word. And Holy Spirit, we prayed already at the beginning that you as a helper, help us that we may apply the word of God. Help us that we may continue to seek the scriptures. Help us that we may continue having hunger to learn more about you, Father. My Lord, as I, I, I release your people, my Lord, I, I pray that God may you continue helping them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as they continue with the afternoon, as they continue, my Lord God, in the week that starts tomorrow, as they continue with the days that are left in the month of September, I declare that my Father reveal revelation upon revelation over their life. And may they continue to be doers of the word of God. Father, may they apply the word in their family, apply the word in their household. Apply the word with their children. Apply the word with their relationships. Apply the word in their academics. Apply the word in their businesses. Apply the word, Lord, in their careers. Apply the word in their ministries. Apply the word in every situation and circumstance that they may find themselves in. Because the word is life. Because the word is active. Because the word is powerful. Because the word is healing. Because the word is knowledge. Because the word is understanding. Because the word will lift them. Because the word will elevate them. Because the word will promote them. Because the word will protect them. Because the word will provide for them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I honor you and I bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the word in the message that God had placed upon me to give to you. And I believe I have done my, my best to deliver the word without holding and leaving anything out. And I thank the Holy Spirit, our helper, that he has helped me to deliver. And I trust he has also helped you to understand. And may he continue doing that to you and with you throughout the day, the week, and the month. With that, I have come to the end of the teaching. And I want to say to you, enjoy and God lift you. Shalom.